Mr. Sugal. Yes, Mr. Hosni. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. You are very low, actually. Um, I can hear you, but from a very, very distant. Could you, could you please come closer to the mic, please? All right, I'm here. Let me know the voice is better. Yeah, much better now, much better now. So, tell me, on a scale of 1 to 10, how stressful was your day? Uh, I could say about 7. 7? Yes. Hmm, and how do you account for the 3? Actually, we don't account for the 3. It is just <laughs> the day ended before before reaching the scale of 10. So we just expect to continue from where we talk today. Ah, okay, so wait, 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 wait. Let, let, me, let me ask you a very lousy question. So since you said you, you, you wanted to finish up your day, but you didn't get the window to finish it, how many yes. hours extra did you want? Did I want it to finish the day? Mm-hmm. I don't think that the kind of life I run, I yeah. will live is something continuous, mm. you know. We just have targets that we try to hit, but it's, you know, it's always recurring. It's something continuous that we are building or, or doing. Yeah. So it is it is never enough. So, yeah. whether, you know, it's just we take regular breaks to refresh the mind, to at least yeah. have some rest in our body, to avoid burnout. burnout. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's never ending. It's just a lifetime journey or commitment that we are taking up mm -hmm. and we are living in. So it doesn't have an end point. Hmm. So don't tell me, what, what was your starting point like? How did you start on this journey? And uh, before you actually get into that, like, let us know, what is that journey for you? The stepping stone? No, no, no. I mean, you spoke of the fact that, you know, uh, it's a journey that doesn't have an end and that uh, the, the, the only target, you know, and there is no such thing as a finishing line. So you have to continuously keep putting in more and effort. You know, so I just wanted to know, like, what is that journey? What does the journey look for? Because everybody has, like, a journey, you know, like for me. Right now, my journey is, like, to be the best podcaster, to be one of the best podcasters in Africa and certainly on the continent, in the world, sorry. But, you know, it, it's something that is gradual. It's something that takes time, you know, that steps, like you said. So, like, for you, what is that journey for you? What does it look like? You know, the way the way it looks like is, though I would like your voice to be clearer on your next question. Sure. So, uh, let me try to answer it in this context you know sometimes the the kind of commitment we want in building brand in building brands in africa yeah. it is a it should be a lifetime commitment it should be a journey that gives you a purpose mm -hmm. not a short-term result that you mm -hmm. always seek for mm -hmm. so what happens is that you know we take things to be tem temporary commitments yeah. and we try to generate results very fast we force yeah. results because we are taking this as something that that's going to end in a short period of time, so we try to we try to squeeze the time frame, and we don't we don't trust in the natural process. But yeah. for me, the way I see brands is right now I have committed to very few brands that I'm participating in a building. Uh, I'm not the kind of guy who tries to jump in every opportunity fits in. 
Yeah. So I'm looking at building these brands and the way to build these brands. Yeah. If if you don't see them as a lifetime commitment, if you don't see them as a journey that you are walking through that has mm -hmm. no end point. Mm -hmm. By all means, I just need to build to stick to this brand yeah. until it reaches where it is. I don't know how many years it will take me. Yeah. I don't know how many suffering I need to go through yeah. for me to achieve this. But all I need is what I know. This is my life. Yeah. And this is something I will wake up every morning building it. So yeah. I'm not giving up. I'm not backing off. Yeah. So this kind of commitment helps me uh, stick to brands and build brands regardless of the hardships, yeah. regardless of the delayed gratification, mm -hmm. regardless mm -hmm. of the short-term mm -hmm. results that I expected at first and I'm yeah. not seeing them. Yeah. So what's happening is, you know, I don't need... I don't need to see results to get excited about what Ooh. I'm doing. I'm, I've just committed that That's I'm going to right do the thing, yeah. and I'm actually going to build. Yeah. It doesn't have. It doesn't have to come with. I don't need any incentives to build this brand. Yeah, yeah. But I'm building it for the sake of building it for the yeah. sake of the reason I've started this thing. Yeah. So I will build it, and I'll be. This will be part of my life. So that is how I take up commitment. And, you know, it helps me stick to the goals I've set for my life and for, for the brands I'm part of. Wow, man. That, listen, you literally just blew my mind away with that short motivational speech. I mean, like... <laughs> wow, that's great. Like, like, for sure, for sure. Like, I ain't trying to flatter you or anything like that, but, like, your level of commitment and your level of appetite for what you want, regardless of the result, like, you are not tied to the result that you get, but you are... From what I take off of what you said, you are obsessed with the process of getting what you want to get. Exactly. You know. You don't need we don't need motivation in our commitment. Yeah. We need discipline. We need yeah. we Oof. need the kind of commitment. You know, you just wake up and say, Man, yeah. I'm committed to achieving this. Yeah. I must achieve it. I don't yeah. care what I'm going to find along mm -hmm. the way. I don't care who will walk with me in this mm -hmm. journey. I mm -hmm. don't know where the world will find me. All I need is I've committed to this thing, mm -hmm. I, I have to achieve it. Yeah, you just stick your butt there and make sure you only remove it when you get what you want. Exactly. So you just just keep keep the walk, you know. You keep the journey moving. You don't stop, you know. Otherwise you will get out of you will get out of gas. So what will happen? You lose stamina. Otherwise, you know, if you all you're looking for is short term results, what yeah. happens is it's a natural formula, it's a natural process. Every mm -hmm. starting is is messy, you know. Yes. So if you try, and usually the process doesn't work according to the timeline you want. Mm -hmm. It works at this <laughs> natural timeline. You know, God, God has His own plan. Wow, oh, talk to God the people, man. Talk to the people. You you have me hyped right now. <laughs> <laughs> tell them, tell them, tell them. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so what I've observed is that. Yeah. You know, people try to force results according to their timeline. Yeah. But everything has its own natural process of flowing. How Facts. it comes in. Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's it's not the timeline that favors you or the timeline that you dream about or the timeline yeah. that you actually want. Yeah. But it is the timeline yeah. that is natural to the process that you are undertaking. They, things, let the Trust in the process. Let things flow. Yeah. Find the hardships. Find yeah. happy moments. Find ups and downs. Find yeah. loyal friends. Find yeah. 
people who fake friends who try to be your friends. Find yeah. people who tease you. Find along the way people who show your value. You know, it is just different phases and yeah. different intervals that's going to come along and pop up in your journey. Mm -hmm. So you don't expect a predictable results. You know, what happens yeah. is, that, is that we always look for, you know, in the education system that we normally go through, mm -hmm. it's that we always have predictable setting of, of, of life. You know, Talk about for it. Example, Talk you about have, it. Uh, for example, you you know we are doing exams. You know mm -hmm. maybe I'm doing like five course units or six course units. Yeah. I know it's prioritized because I have four CU and three CU. Mm -hmm. You know the, the I know the topics the lecturer taught. I know the ones he emphasized. Mm -hmm. I can read mm -hmm. papers. You know always we are looking for predictable results. Yeah. So what happens is, and then we are we are used to the thing of you know direct. Uh, you know, direct uh, uh, equating of input and output. So mm. we want the same input we have. Mm -hmm. It should give us a direct output of equal magnitude. Mm -hmm. So what happens is that I'm reading for this chapter. I've read hard for this course unit. So I should get higher results. Yeah. In life, that's not how it works. Hey, you're slapping people in the mouth now. You're slapping people in the mouth. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I get you, bro. I get you. You're trading on very thin ice, but please proceed, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to remind ourselves, you know, in life it doesn't work that way. Yeah. There's no input output direct uh, correlation. Mm -hmm. It's not that, you know, I've put in this amount of work, I should be paying this amount of work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm putting more energy than this person. Mm -hmm. I'm really worried more than this person. So it doesn't work that way. Yeah, you know? definitely. Otherwise, you know, this thing of saying, I'm going to invest this amount of money, mm -hmm. I should see how it's making a return. Mm -hmm. You know, no, you should invest in something that you're not even sure that's going to work. Yeah. You should believe, in, you know, in the unforeseen circumstances that, you know, that you that just have faith in the yeah, process that yeah. at the end it's going to it's going to reward you what yeah. you deserve. But don't at first don't expect the input output uh, equal ratios mm -hmm. because you know it is it is it's a natural formula it's a must. You have to input yeah. more than you are receiving. Yeah. At the <laughs> you for sure. For sure. It doesn't. You know, it takes it takes you know several years to train to be a top athlete in the world. Yeah. It takes several years to you know to be to be a master in your field. For example, I'm doing civil engineering. Yeah. So for you to be a top structural engineer who understands the process completely and yeah. how it works to even the construction phase, yeah. you need a good number of experience that can't be forged, that yeah. can't be rushed, and yeah. you know that you 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 are not you cannot be sure of the yeah. end results. Yeah. So just. Put in the effort, just work, you know, work hard, put in the yeah. effort, put in the hours. Yeah. Don't look for direct output. Don't say, I'm going to I'm going to do this marketing campaign. It has yeah. to attract me this number of clients. Yeah. If you don't see the clients move on, that's life, you know. Yeah. You have to be taught a lesson. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Not, you know, we don't have in life get predictable results that we always have at school or, or mm -hmm. at university. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't happen. You but... just work hard. Work strategically, mm -hmm. position yourself well, add more value to your business, mm -hmm. then wait, see how the results unfold with time. Yeah. But don't rush the timeline. Yeah. Yes, please. Bra, 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 bra. Listen, listen, listen. 
<laughs> I know how whoever's listening to this by the time they get to listen to this, how they're feeling, but trust me, I feel like you have lit a whole log of fire in my chest, you know, I feel so motivated, I feel so, like, I feel, no, I feel like someone that now understands what it looks like to actually be doing something without necessarily seeing the result for a hand. Exactly. Most people get so obsessed with, before they even put in a, a dime, before they even put in a second of their time, they're always right. so concerned and so obsessed with the result that they That's are right. unable to start because, because, because they are paralyzed by the fact that they don't see the result. That's true. That's you true. know, and to certain extent, I'm actually, I've actually remembered right now that we have not yet introduced you, but at, by this point, I feel like whoever is listening right now knows who you are and what you're all about. And if you don't know, just get off the podcast because this ain't for you. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, but <laughs> but but but, but to, be you, so, to be so real, to be so real, like this is something that for sure I really struggle with, you know. And as an entrepreneur, you 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 there, there's some things that you cannot really fit into people's minds. You get that's, that's, that's the cast of being a visionary. When you're visionary, you get to see things, but the cast of it is that you have to walk alone in your vision exactly. until other people get to see it. But that's nonetheless, true. man, uh, please let the people know who you are and what you're all about. I'm so sorry, man. I cast out some few people out of the podcast, but those that remain really appreciate you. The man is about to introduce himself, but still, I don't think at this point, like he needs to really introduce himself because like he has really, really spat out a lot of game. I feel like if I ended the podcast right now, you'd be good for the next, till next week, but nonetheless, let's get into it. So please let the people know who you're all about. Uh, actually, thank you for hosting me. I actually also forgot to thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk to your audience, you know. My pleasure, we, man. The reason we are doing this is to give back to the community yeah. and also to pass the positive energy and positive message. Mm-hmm. You know, we live uh, uh, in a continent where we hardly, you know, have such conversation with fellow youth. Yeah. You know, when you are with your colleagues, when you, normal students, classmates, we hardly bring up these conversations of personal growth, business, mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, because mm-hmm. we have this prescriptive culture that in our society that, you know, Youth, you know, who are not connected to maybe big uncles or maybe having, who are not having rich fathers are not supposed to be, you know, there are, people don't believe in the startups, people don't yeah. believe in, you know, self-dependence and yeah. that you can actually create something without having all Nothing. these factors that yeah. society consider to be favorable mm-hmm. to start a business. Yeah. Anyway, my name is Yusuf Abdullah Sugal. Uh, so, um, um, you know, I'm the founder and CEO of a company, construction company called Sportscon International Limited. Uh, we are currently working on uh, an app that will help landlords, you know, manage their properties more efficiently and remotely wherever they are. They will be having on-time information regarding uh, issues of rent collection, automation of power, Automation of water. We are also. They will also have on-time life stream of their mm-hmm. uh, peri- perimeters. You know, <coughs> so it is simply uh, having managing your property from your phone. Yeah. So we are trying to create more transparency and more value for properties and infrastructure in Africa. Mm-hmm. So and also our our you know so uh, features for automation of water and power are are mainly focusing on 
reducing the cost of energy and, and you know, the amount of energy consumed as well as the amount of wastage of water and also consumption of water. Mm -hmm. So I'm also part of a few other brands, such as uh, the Secret Initiative, where I'm serving as Chief uh, Marketing Officer. I'm also part of the MIA, Make It a Home, uh, and startup for student accommodation. So I'm the Chief Board Advisor in that committee. So um, yes, um, usually I'm a fan of brands and building brands to last and transcend, you know, these short-term goals and, you know, you know, simply brands just are built uh, on, you know, a very firm foundation and, in their, in, and, and you know, very firm integrity who, for, who puts quality before anything else. So mm. that is me. And uh, I'm a fan of, you know, I'm a fan of entrepreneurship and startup. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should let the people know. So if, for example, someone wanted to take you out on a meal, like, okay, let's say... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're heading. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, listen, we could be someone somewhere else like, man, how do I get my hands on this very intelligent, handsome man? I mean, when he speaks, I feel my soul is moved. You know, when he says whatever he says, I feel a certain kind of way, you know, so like just Thank let you. the people know. So, like, what is your favorite dish, by the way? If someone wanted to. You know, uh, shoot that actually, shot. You know, I, uh, actually, you know, I was born and raised in, uh, you know, the capital city of so Somalia called yeah. Mogadishu. Yeah. I came to Uganda in 2014. Uh, yeah. Actually, I, I call Uganda my second home. It mm -hmm. has, you know, I knew how to be a good student, but I didn't know how to think for the society, how yeah. to have a problem-solving mind. Mm -hmm. You know, Uganda gave exposed me to different cultures and values and norms. Yeah. It is where, you know, I I, I got the, the business maturity, you know, to know about that um, I belong to a society mm -hmm. called the Africans. You know, I belong to a continent called Africa. And I have a responsibility to bring up, you know, and support, you know, my fellow brothers and sisters who are trying yeah. to make it in life. Yeah. In Uganda, the dish, I, I like chapati so mm -hmm. much. Uh, I like chapati. I mm -hmm. also buy most of my lunch. They have matoke there. Then you know, there's a way you cook your soup very nicely. You don't, you mm. know, with Somalis, our food is very spicy. <laughs> but Uganda, there's a way you have less spices, mm -hmm. and it really tastes very well. So mm -hmm. yes, um, yes, I I like, and also I like uh, beans as well. Mm -hmm. Chapati, yeah, chapati is my number one. Mm -hmm. I, I almost eat almost on daily basis. Mm. Yes, please. Okay, so is the chapati supposed to be specific, you know, like, or just from any joint, as long as it's chapati, it doesn't matter? Yes, it's chapati. I usually take it with, a, you know, a combination. I usually take, uh, usually when I'm taking Ugandan food. Yeah. Sometimes I take Somali food. Yeah. But I also, um, uh, you know, sometimes I miss the Ugandan food and I'd be like, today I have to eat local mm -hmm. food. Mm-hmm. I, so normally in my dish, I like to have chapati, matoke, yeah. you know, then some small rice. I'm not a good fan of rice, uh, rice when I'm eating local food. Yeah. So then I'd, I just put it to, yes, I usually like to take it with with beans or, mm -hmm. or peas, one of it. Mm, beans or peas, so there you got it. So if you want to catch this money, so you know there's a saying that the shortest route to a man's heart 
is through his stomach. So I just wanted to make sure that for all those that uh, may want. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Thank you for bringing me up that one. <laughs> Some people usually neglect that, but we, it's, it's true, man. We also need our stomachs to be happy. <laughs> so, yo, listen, if you actually want to get a hold of this brilliant, very motivated, very personally and selfly inspired, a visionary, a big thinker, a great thinker, a motivational speaker, certainly, as you do know now, the shortcut to his, to his heart. I'll just give you a small brief. It is chapati of any sort without any kind of verses into it. Matoke, <laughs> beans and peas. If you got any one of those, you are going to be a very lucky human being, for sure. I give you, for sure, if you do try those and they don't work out, just come back to this podcast and let us know that man was lying. He didn't tell you the truth. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, to put to put aside to put aside all the foolishness though. So um, you spoke about uh, business maturity, and I just felt like sometimes we we fail to understand what that actually means because it is not something that is taught in school. It's certainly not something that is talked about on the dinner table at home, you know. And sometimes people feel very estranged to this concept. But like, please explain to the people like, what does business maturity mean? And how does someone get to find uh, you know, or perhaps, you know, get to that point of business maturity? You know, uh, you know, I do I do construction. Yeah. And I'm a contractor. I as well do consultancy. Yeah. You know, contracting is purely business. It's not professional. Yeah. And it's something I've discovered over the two years I've been in the field now. Yeah. So what happens is I happen to negotiate on deals. Uh, you know, alone yeah. with gentlemen who are, you know, above the age of my father. Oh, wow. And what happens is, you know, however much you talk well, you propose, you show them beyond the doubts that, you know, that you are actually using modernized technology to cut costs, mm-hmm. to improve on quality, to improve on service delivery, you know. Mm-hmm. They always look beyond and they be like, because we all, in Africa, you know, we have this idea that, you know, youth can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. What happens is, you know, you, you they try to traumatize you. If you go for negotiations, the first thing someone has to do is to intimidate you so that he mm-hmm. lowers your value. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, so I happen to negotiate with men who are old, older than mm-hmm. my father. Mm-hmm. And in terms of financial status, you know, they are on the high class, high mm-hmm. end. So what happens is that very young man, energetic, promising a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's Suddenly very culture. handsome. You know, uh, so I'm not sure. <laughs> people are still arguing about that. <laughs> yes, sir. So what happens is, you know, they try... Because contract, they are used. To, contractors are being known to be old men mm-hmm. or men who are, you know, backed up by big firms. You know, mm-hmm. who are from backgrounds of, you know, big men who are known or big firms. So what mm-hmm. happens is they don't expect you to to have the capacity to to be trusted. Simply yeah. to be trusted. You know, it's it is something. It's a natural factor that you cannot outcompete. Yeah. Actually, youth is not supposed to be doing mm-hmm. this kind of business. Mm-hmm. So you find it hard to convince someone that, you know, I'm capable of this mm-hmm. beyond my age, mm-hmm. beyond 
my lack of dependence on big people or mm-hmm. connections or middlemen, mm-hmm. I can actually give you qu- the quality you are looking for mm-hmm. at, at a price that you are not expecting at, at yeah. a price that's lower. So not necessarily lower, but at a price that is affordable. Because what yeah. happens is that cheap is expensive. <laughs> for sure, long term, yes. Well, you know, when you look for something cheap, you are actually opting for the ex- more expensive alternative. So yes. Business maturity simply means is to to see beyond your challenges what you are capable of. Mm-hmm. To stand for values, yeah. no integrity. You know what you call credibility. It's simply to, you know, to account for your actions and responsibilities, and you know, to be to be responsible of what kind of service you are delivering, and be intentional. Yeah. Be like, you know, business maturity is simply, you know knowing all the challenges that that is hindering you mm-hmm. you should genuinely see your true value yeah and 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 and, and transfer that positive energy and attitude mm-hmm. to your service delivery yeah. you know you should you should not need direct you know you know direct or indirect incentives for you to do the right thing mm-hmm. someone who can you know who can analyze the environment, the surrounding environment, and what problems the society are facing, mm-hmm. and simply come up with a solution to solve that problem. So mm-hmm. business maturity is simply seeing mm-hmm. problems in a society and thinking of how to solve them, you know, yeah. and along the way, you end up creating business, you end up creating opportunities for other people, you end up creating opportunity for yourself, and you sometimes what happens is you know it is the the idea of doing business is so challenging because yeah. that is where emotions don't work yeah yeah yeah, yeah what for works sure. is purely you know what happens is interest if yeah. if you can can you solve for me this problem at, at within my budget yeah if you can't do it i have someone who can do it yeah. you know there's no sympathy in business yeah. Value. Yeah. So to understand that you have no right over anyone to give you work or to give you business, mm-hmm. the only thing that the only path to the to the to the to uh, to the gateway of of business mm-hmm. is to actually create genuine value mm-hmm. for your business. So there is no sympathy. There is no emotions. There are no emotions attached to it. Today I don't give you business, but tomorrow I see you as a better alternative. Yeah, I'll give you the business. Yeah. So we need to see. We need. We need. We need to overcome this emotional fear that you know, I'm rejected. Mm. Why? Did, why was I given this business? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? You know, there are a lot of reasons, and there are, there are none of your business. That's why you were not given. Mm. Can you? Can you? Re- can you create a value whereby someone, whenever he's walking away, he's feeling guilty? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. he feels that he's walking away from something that's legitimately going to going to serve him the to to give him the best quality that he's expecting. Mm-hmm. So that is that is whole scope of context, and it's what I call business maturity. Wow, wow, that's amazing, man. Because like you know, we have grown up into a generation where we feel like we are we have the right to get anything that we ask for. And we feel like if we don't get it, then there is something wrong with the person that has yes. not given it to us. You yes. get, and we fail to take responsibility and look internally and try to understand like, what is it about me or what is it about the offer that I presented that exactly. was perhaps lacking 
so that next time when I present it, I can be able to benefit from it. You that know. Is true. So, so sometimes we, we, we go into the rabbit hole of trying to uh, demise the person perhaps who refused to give us the offer and we, we tend to become very emotional, like you said, you know, and instead of realizing that when you are to do business with someone, it has nothing to do with how you feel. It has everything to do with the interests that are on the table. Exactly, exactly. There are no personal issues related to the, to the business negotiation. Yeah, for sure. Though I would like to, I'd like you to give the people an example. Like, for example, what what was it like for you? How did you feel? What emotions did you carry on your first negotiation? If you could still stretch your uh, memory up to that point, what was it like when you're walking into your very, 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 very first business negotiation? What was running through your mind, and how were you feeling? You know, uh, uh, when you go for a negotiation and then you are trying, the first thing is. You surround yourself with a lot of doubts and questions and fear. Thinking, mm-hmm. you know, the most comfortable negotiations I have is the ones I'm willing to walk away. Ooh. So, you, you know, when you're willing to walk away, it puts you at a position that you're going to only accept what is really worth your value. Yeah. So you don't have other pushing factors that's going to that's going to force you to compromise your value. Yeah. So for you are prepared for the worst. I'm prepared to walk away. Yeah. And feel comfortable and okay. Mm-hmm. So it means any you know, negotiation negotiations is a very intense conversation mm-hmm. where we don't have any you know soft words and soft speaking. No, mm-hmm. it's not there. Mm-hmm. It is purely they show you that you know the hard truth. Mm-hmm. They show you as to where you 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 are not fitting their criteria. Mm-hmm. They show you where as you know. They show you the, what they like usually is is mm-hmm. they try to always bring down your value mm-hmm. so that even though they are seeing value in you, but they want to get it at the lowest price. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. actually, when they are trying to bring you down, it's not that they are trying to undermine you or they don't mm-hmm. trust your work, yeah. but simply they are trying to get this good work at, at, at a subsidized price. Mm. Simple. Everybody's fearing for his pocket. Yeah. So what's happening is, uh, I, you, know, you know, usually the market right now are um, more convenient. Uh, I, I serve most right now is a Somali community who are doing mm. construction projects here. Mm. So at first I had this mentality that, you know, every Somali who's constructing has to give me the work. Why yeah. is he giving me? I'm his brother, I'm a Muslim, I'm yeah. his, yeah. he knows my family, he knows where to follow me up, I'm promising quality, I have superior products, I have a good service delivery, mm-hmm. I'm honest, transparent, mm-hmm. you know, all these good qualities. Entitled, entitlement yeah, qualities. Entitlement qualities. <laughs> 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 to adopt at the beginning. So what yeah. happened is, you know, uh, I didn't get the job 
So the first thing that came to my mind is these guys are again it's my goal, again it's my business. These guys, mm-hmm. you know, they are segregating, they are doing it. No, mm-hmm. but then I came to realization that it's not a must. There mm-hmm. is no relational or, or you know personal attachment giving your business. Mm, there's no rule to it. There is no, there is no, you know, it's, there is no room for for sympathy. And mm-hmm. then why should he, why should he focus on your growth? Why should he want you to grow? Give yeah. me a specific reason <laughs> as why he wants you to grow. What he wants is not your growth. What yeah. he wants is his work being yeah. done yeah. in the right way within the right budget. Yeah. You understand? So yeah. what happened is, you know, I tried to, I I suffered in two ways. Mm-hmm. When on my failed negotiations at, at the beginning, yeah. I, I suffered in two ways. Number one, I tried to undermine myself and say, you are not worth, you are not capital of I tried this, you know, there's self-doubt that comes in, there's self in the atmosphere of negotiations, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know. And if try if people try to over squeeze you and over over pressurize you, mm-hmm. if, if you are if you are someone with low self esteem, mm-hmm. you try to doubt yourself. You try mm-hmm. to doubt the challenge you are undertaking. You try to doubt your personal capabilities. Mm-hmm. You feel that you know, uh, I don't think I don't think I can survive any longer in this mm-hmm. market. I don't think I have what it takes to to provide the service. Yeah. I don't think I'm capable. I don't think I'm this. So you forget all all your values and then you bring down yourself. You undermine yeah. yourself. So that is one way I've suffered. The other way I've suffered is, is to blame others for nothing. Mm. So the other way I've suffered was, you know, to see other people as enemy, to mm. see them as the people who, who are against my, my growth, yeah. to see them as people who are not doing a fair judgment, yeah. to see them as people who, who are, you know, intentionally using the wrong group. You know, yeah. this, you know, in both ways, they are wrong. Yeah. Both assumptions are wrong. Yeah. That's what I came up with. That's, that is the experience I've developed along the way. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I got exposed to, to service delivery business. So those are the two ways I've suffered in my negotiations mm-hmm. at the beginning when I was starting the business. Wow. So how, how did you come out of it, though? How did you, how did you pull yourself out of that, out of that uh, plug, if you will? You know, uh, later on, there is there is a methodology that I've adopted, mm-hmm. and it really needs you to be brave. <laughs> you know, okay. what I said is, I asked my question, I asked myself a question that, if you are genuinely solving a problem for clients, mm-hmm. why are you the only one, you know, who is always forcing them to take your solution? Why can't they see it? Ooh. So I try to question what form of solution am I providing yeah. and what target market. You know, sometimes it's very suffocating and very suffering if you are competing in the wrong market. Yeah. I perform very bad in markets where the only incentive that's driven is price. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want I want reasons beyond the price as to why someone should take up my service. Yeah. You understand? Because yeah. I try to bring in along with my service delivery, I try to bring in factors that can't be bought. Yeah. Or can't be priced. Like so what factors? For example, integrity. Mm-hmm. For example, honest. Mm-hmm. Commitment. For me, I'm I'm going to commit you give me a contract, whatever happens to me, I have to finish it on time. 
I will never come back to you and ask you extra money. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm offering you another form of insurance that the quality of of our promise I will I will provide it whatever happens to me. I mm-hmm. don't care whether natural factors happen or what. Mm-hmm. I will never come back to you and ask you more money to finish the work. Mm-hmm. Simple. And the kind of commitment that come, I come along with is to always seek for the quality, regardless of how much you are paying me. Mm-hmm. When you give me a contract, it's I take it to be mine. I own it more than you. I love it more than you love. Mm-hmm. It is my footprint. It's a representation of my personality. Mm-hmm. It's a reflection of the values I stand for. I simply build it to represent my values, mm-hmm. not what you want. So wow. that is why price is independent. Mm-hmm. When I, when, compared to what I'm providing. So I tried the way I overcome those two challenges are um, I've, number one, I focused on improving value mm-hmm. that will attract more market mm-hmm. than me looking for more market to show my value. Mm-hmm. I understand it. Say that one more time for the people so, at the back. You know, you know what I'm focused on, what yeah. I'm focused on is to to create more value yeah. in my business that yeah. will attract for me more market yeah. than me looking for more market to communicate about my value. Poof. Poof. You get my point? Yeah, I I, not, not only do I get it, I feel it. So what you do, yeah. focus on focus on improving what type of service you're offering. Yeah. Be the master. You know, be the craftsman. You know, craft, craft that good ideal service delivery that you would, everyone would expect from the most premium you know, a uh, uh, service that someone can ever have. You know, mm-hmm. just try to improve that value until you find people are getting attracted to you. Mm-hmm. You, other than me running after people that mm-hmm. that I'm having something unique, mm-hmm. you guys come and see it. No, mm-hmm. you know, recently there was a, a, a my mom was yeah, you know was not feeling well in the knees and you know and mm-hmm. somewhere and in the hand. Mm-hmm. So this doctor is from Italy. Yeah. Uh, he, he he sits in one of the hospitals, uh, private hospitals in Uganda. Mm-hmm. So what he does is which hospital? I don't want to mention the name. All right, it's so, okay. Uh, so uh, so so this doctor, it is it is it is everyone's number one preference. Mm. So every, my mother was looking for to get just an appointment with him for over maybe a month, weeks. Mm. So what happened is he limits the number of people he wants to see, and mm-hmm. then he sees only twenty people, mm. and he sees them at at not on daily basis, at intervals. Mm. So what's happening is I know people who are looking for his appointment for over now three months, mm-hmm. because what he focused on is not to look for more people, mm-hmm. do marketing, mm-hmm. come you people come and see what I'm no, mm-hmm. he did he mastered his art. Yeah, he created scarcity and, and demand at the same time. Exactly, he created a value that everyone dem- everyone sees and accepts it as as a standard. Mm-hmm. So the number one the number one problem of undermining myself, the way I solved it is, to, it's to create more value. Yeah. So and 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 continuously improve myself. The second one, the second problem of of blaming others, is the way I've improved is I've come to a conclusion that that people choose according to their preferences and timelines. 
and mm. their way of uh, you know and their way of choice not the way you expect them to choose yeah so don't don't try to pre don't don't presume always and, and you know don't try to predict mm-hmm. what what the preferences of the client so if you are always thinking that you can think for the client that mm-hmm. don't think for the client stay on that point stay on, on that point oof that was deep so, so i don't want you know i don't want to see i don't want to say that you know this client wants it within this budget mm-hmm. he wants this kind of thing mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. if i if i tell him this alternative he's going to like me so for you you design you know a selection criteria for the client you mm-hmm. you know that is you, you you don't try to don't try to predict don't try to to be so certain that this is how the client is making a choice yeah you understand so yeah. you get disappointed very many times <laughs> For sure. So what what's happening is, give him what he asks for. Get mm-hmm. to investigate what is his problem. Mm-hmm. You understand? Try to solve for him. You know, every problem needs a unique solution. You know, mm-hmm. there are no there are no similar problems. Different. When it comes to human beings, scenarios are completely different. Yeah. So try to study the problem of the client and don't try to use the same approach the same sales pitch the same yeah. technique <clears throat> for mm-hmm. every client don't think that every client is having the same problem of mm-hmm. of time the same problem of quality the same problem of price you know no. yeah. yeah try to study the client and what are his problems yeah wow wow then, man then from Oof. there mm-hmm. try to base your proposal on the problems that he mentioned yep absolutely absolutely exactly so don't try don't focus too much on how he's going what selection criteria he uses that is kind of like be, being certain on on the on, on on the way the decision making process of another person you are you can you are not in that person's head you are not mm-hmm. in that person's heart you are not mm-hmm. in that person's position. You are not in that person's circumstances. Mm-hmm. He's having a lot of factors that's that's affecting the decision he's making. Mm-hmm. So don't try to over. Be, don't be so certain about the decision making process of the other person. Try to study his problems, propose according to the solutions mm-hmm. that you can offer to his problems, and give the ball to him. Mm-hmm. Comfortably sit back and wait. Wow. That is the only way to move forward. That's how I came, you know, I came over those two problems I faced at the beginning of my, at the early stages of my company and my construction services uh, company. How long have you been in business? Uh, right now, I think two years, two years now, mm-hmm. I was in the market. Wow, that's amazing. And like, <clears throat> you know, for sure, it's it's really, you really hit on so many points that I feel I've actually uh, been taking notes as well. I feel like everything you've been saying, it literally has been like going down in ink for me because I just felt like this is something that personally, you know, because uh, like this is something that I really say very transparently, like this podcast is firstly for me. Like, because <laughs> yeah, because like whoever I get on here, I do know certainly that there is something that I'm going to learn, and there is certainly something that my listeners are going to learn. But firstly, the learning begins with me, so That's I right. cannot get people to listen in 
and hope that they're going to benefit when I am not benefiting myself. That's right. So for sure, I have really, really been digging into some of these principles and concepts and I've met with them in different places. And like, it's like as if two worlds are meeting at just one, you know, a progressive time. But nonetheless, um, I will not really delve so much into that and spend so much time, you know, bubbling about it. But there is something that perhaps I feel like sometimes people get so confused about and they just feel like they need some perspective about it. And it's the whole concept of value. Like, for the most part, people hear, yeah, you need to create value. You need to add value. Or they hear people saying, I'm adding value. I'm creating value. But, like, sometimes it can be very, very um, confusing for someone that is really new in the space but still has interest. Perhaps they have a product, but they just don't know what it means to have value or to create value. So if you can, uh, would you please shed some more light on what value means and what it means to create value? Value is, uh, I can I can divide it into two categories. Mm-hmm. Value as the way people perceive you and value the way you see yourself yeah. as a service provider or as, you know, as a company or as a brand. Yeah. The first, the, you know, the first one is being led by the latter. So what happens Ooh. is that, you know, the way you see your brand, yeah. you know, deep down in your heart, mm-hmm. without, without, you know, the hype and, 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 and the comments from the exterior members, external members. So mm-hmm. deep down yourself, what do you actually believe in? Are you really up to the standard that that you know someone will choose you as a number one service provider? Yeah. Like you know, always we always know we know our weaknesses and strength more than any other person. Yeah. So if if you really you know, regardless of what you communicate about your business, you understand. Yeah. Regardless of how much you know, how much you try to to to, to talk about value in your business, deep down what you believe in and you know that you are actually to the standard that, you know, when I'm saying that I'm going to provide quality, if I know yeah. that I'm not actually providing, you know, there is a way that it, it, will, it will not come at the same energy as when I actually can provide. Yeah. So what value is nothing other than, you know, doing the right thing, in, you know, irrespective of the incentives around you. Ooh. Listen, you know what? Before you actually go forward, say it one more time for the people at the back. Like, I do know the so, people at the back. Know, like, <laughs> this is value. is simply doing the right thing. Yeah. Irrespective of the incentives around you. Yeah. So this is like, for example, um, you know, um, um, maybe I'm at the KCCA plan approvals office. Yeah. You know, I, I need to approve plans according to the right way, regardless of, you know, who's tipping me, Who's giving me more money? Am I happy? Do I know this person? I do I like him personally? No. Yeah. Without any incentives, yeah. you should be able to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't need incentives for you to do the right thing. You shouldn't mm-hmm. need reasons as to why you should do the right thing. Mm-hmm. The right thing should always be done. Mm-hmm. That's period. Mm-hmm. So, and then value is when you focus on doing quality work more than making more profit. Wow. You understand? So, can you actually, you know, I feel, I feel excited about taking up complex projects. 
Because yeah. I'm so excited about the unique solutions I'm going to deliver along the way, mm-hmm. not how much profit I'm going to make from them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, the day that you feel that you are attached more to the good quality and the problem solving uh, character more than the income that is flowing towards you, mm-hmm. that is the day that you know you have actually reached the peak of value. Wow. On wow. the perspective of the people, mm-hmm. when they say, I want a good work. Mm-hmm. You know, they think you know, about you. You like, you know, when I want a good work, yeah. who comes to their mind? Yeah. You understand? Yeah. That, you know, when, when they hear your brand, for mm-hmm. example, you know, the one some people can use sometimes is, you know, that person, you know, he does good quality work, mm-hmm. but it's expensive. Mm-hmm. What they're literally saying is, when you want quality mm-hmm. before anything else, go yeah. to that person. Yeah. That is when you have created value. Wow. Wow. Anyway, Listen, my point. I have never in my life, in my life, like this is a, this is a life confession. I have never in my life ever, ever had someone so eloquently talk about the meaning of value. Like I've had so many times I've listened to so many people that to a certain extent may be in positions better off or perhaps more extinguished and distinguished, you know, to talk about this concept of value because many people really fumble and gamble with what value actually means. But perhaps they do explain it to an extent where there is a certain category of people that understand it, but it has never sat well with me before. So now we've broken it down today for sure. Thank you. Thank you, man. You know, so the Great fact the fact the fact that, you know, you have been able to break this down for not just me, but for the people also listening to this is really, really something that can really give someone so much direction. Because sometimes people get so confused with this whole concept and they think that value is just all about, you know, like putting out your product in the most attractive way, the most fancy way, the most nice packaging. But yet it barely has anything to do with that, you know. So I would really, really encourage anyone that is listening right now, like if you feel it necessary, I find it necessary. I certainly, I am, I certainly, I'm going to do what I'm about to tell you is to go back to that point in like, like that, that, that clip of sound and just try to replay that and try to narrow it down to how you feel about you know your approach with regards to whatever you're doing because you may be living in an illusion everybody does at some point in time and that's okay that's fine it's not your fault but as soon as you get the answer as soon as you get the ladder out of that hole then you have no excuse you know you have no excuse that's why we actually manhunt for these kinds of people to give us some direction and perspective as well so that we can be able to move and you know do what we need to do how it's supposed to be done however um you spoke about something that really like struck the chord for me and it's something that many people struggle with and perhaps sometimes they find a lot of difficulty keeping up with and it is the whole concept of gratification, delayed gratification. You mentioned it in the very first uh, moment of our podcast and I just feel like we need to like uh, just shed, shed more, more light. light onto it, you know, like what does delayed gratification mean and how can people be able to persevere in this because it it certainly isn't an easy thing but why is it important and how can people stick to it you know uh society is uh, a very unique environment you know it is uh, where we we learn what's right what's acceptable 
what is wrong yeah. and what is shameful. Yeah. We we grow in a society that you know that is so much attached to material things. Yeah. So what happens is when usually it happens delayed gratification it usually applies to startups mm-hmm. and the entrepreneurs who are doing who are doing who are building from scratch. Yeah. So what happens is you know, we often lead companies, we lead businesses. So what happens is that, uh, what happens is that, you know, yes, uh, they try, they try, they try to to take uh, societal comments so literal that this mm-hmm. person is a CEO, he's a big man, he's living such and so and so company. Yeah. So they try to live up to the hype, yes, yeah. wise, yeah, not influence wise or impact wise, yeah. So what happens is you try to you try to impress the society and meet their standards mm-hmm. since you are a CEO because now you're calling yourself a CEO mm-hmm. because you have a startup mm-hmm. you are supply you are serving about two to three clients mm-hmm. you know you are trying to live as a CEO yeah. so but now the purpose startup is it's it's not the same as a business yeah a startup is a unique brand that is solving a specific problem for a specific target group mm-hmm. in the market segment. Yeah. So don't try to don't try to copy how corporate firms work. Yeah. If you, you know you, the levels of CEO, they sometimes also deceive us. Yeah. Because they try to they try they try to rush us to impressing the society mm-hmm. other than working on the on the purpose as to why we are calling ourselves CEOs. Yeah. So gratification is more or less like, you know, uh, uh, living in the way society sees as acceptable. Mm. Mm. Understand? Okay. That's how I how I translate it to, because gratification is more like you feel you feel you are living up to the hype of the society because yeah. they expect you 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 are earning money. So now you feel you should drive a good car. Yeah. You you should live in a good house. You should dress in a nice suit. Yeah. You should dress in, you know, you should be going to expensive restaurants. You yeah. understand? Yeah. That is uh, the other feeling it comes in with, with gratification. If yeah. you actually attach your gratification to material things and yeah. and if you if you try to hand in the gratification definition to the society for the society to define for you. Yeah. So what happens is uh you 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 try to live your dream life yeah. uh, uh before you actually step in your dream. Oof <laughs> what happens is you, know, you are trying to live in a life that you have not seen. Yeah. You're trying to live in a life that you know you have not yet reached. You get my point? Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, having you know Seeing that you know the business grow or the bank account growing doesn't necessarily mean that you know your life standards should change. Ooh. What it simply means is what it simply means is you are getting more responsibility to continue whatever you are doing and solve more problems for the society. Bye. We normally confuse business with the net worth, so. If the business is growing, it means the demand is growing. It means you have you are now bearing more responsibility than you were bearing before. Mm-hmm. 
So now, the way you conduct yourself is more like someone who's responsible for the, for the for, you know, responsible for a number of society whom you're solving the problem for. So you're not only looking at yourself as a person and you shouldn't just, you know, you, you, you shouldn't be taken away by by the you know what society sees to be acceptable you know don't don't try to be defined mm -hmm. don't try to be defined by the society mm -hmm. don't rush into material things so simply delayed gratification is you know grow the business mm -hmm. then grow yourself mm. you know it is it is something natural it's it's when when you know when you know when what happens is when there is you know growth in cash or growth in business mm -hmm. you know we often rush to to, to show to the world mm. you know we are mm. we are growing we have grown immediately mm. very fast mm. you know you know no one has a timeline for your for your for your growth man yeah it's yours and it's your life yeah and no one cares no one cares and you are trying you know you are trying to impress people who are not even aware of you, who, who don't even know you. Who don't even, even who, who don't, who would, who would never even want to know who you are in the first yes, place. Exactly. And then, you know, we, you, you have a greater cause yeah. than material things. You yeah. are standing for values that transcend, that transcend the idea of, 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 of wealth, the idea of money. Mm -hmm. The idea of society, mm -hmm. the idea of ethnicity and culture, mm -hmm. the idea of, of, of biasness. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, it, it, you are simply standing for unbreakable values that is actually bigger than what people, are, but what no ordinary people are seeing. Mm -hmm. You understand? So take your time, grow the business, build a firm foundation, build a stable brand you know, grow your market space, mm -hmm. secure the future of the business. Then now come back to rewarding yourself. We reward ourselves very fast. Mm -hmm. We have not yet built anything. Mm -hmm. How many millions of people have you touched? How many lives have you changed? You understand? Mm -hmm. So what value have you added to the society in Africa? Yeah. Well, you know, how many how many problems have we solved? So mm -hmm. we often, you know, we often look at, you know, and then what happens, the reason sometimes gratification is, a delayed gratification is hard for entrepreneurs is we you know at first our buy is so low that when we see few coins in our account that we think that we made it in life mm -hmm. you get point you know, our ambitions is very low we are Oof. looking at two to three clients <laughs> and we are done we, we, are, we, are, we, go, we, we immediately step into the, our comfort zone you understand yeah if you have done nothing yeah because because the starting point your 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 bar was highly low mm -hmm. was so low mm -hmm. you understand that you know you could even you could easily reach in a well without putting in enough effort even mm -hmm. you get the point mm -hmm. bro raise your bar look at how many millions of clients have you reached out yeah. how many problems how many lives have you changed mm -hmm. do tangible things mm -hmm. then come back to rewarding yourself yeah you know, people have changed generations. Mm -hmm. They have freed countries and societies. Yeah. People have fought and shed blood. Yeah. You know, you know, you should see yourself as someone responsible for over. You know, for you, know, just a responsible citizen of this continent. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, a young man who's trying to impress the society he lives in. Mm -hmm.
Listen, honestly, it's like every single time I bring you on with a sign question, it's like as soon as you finish the question, you just want to close the podcast and you'll be like, okay, that's enough. Because I feel like there's so much information, there's so much gems that are being dropped every single minute that to a certain extent, I fear that my listeners might get so overwhelmed with too much. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Trust me, I do think about it, Adam. Like, because, like, if I look at the pace at which I am taking notes, and then I think about the pace at which information is being said, and you know, um, I, I, I don't mean, I don't mean to, you know, but like sometimes there's a saying that no matter how bad your coffee is, you only have to take a dose of the syrup. You can't take the whole bottle at once and think that your coffee is going to get. You know, so at this point, I feel like as if we are forcing the whole bottle into the. You know, but 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 nonetheless, you know, these gems are there to last. These gems are there to, you know, this this what we are doing right now is going to outlive us. It's perhaps something that it's it's perhaps our only footprint that we can live significantly. Because for the most part, it's always what you give off. It's always what you leave in people's hearts that you will be remembered by not by the things that you have built or the things you have bought it really doesn't matter you know but how you change people how you impact people's lives how you impact people's brains for the most part the brains you know that is why i actually do this podcast you know because there are many people out there who need this information but cannot find it or perhaps don't even know where to find it because That's these true. kinds of discussions that we have are not discussions that we have that are had in the family you get that's true. That's around true. When, when you're on the dinner table when you're with your parents that's all they talk, all they ask you about is results school results that's school true. but they never sit you down you know that's and talk right. to you about this kind of stuff man that's man. you know that's right that's right that's right and yet this information is information that you need to actually live through life you get that's but right. they're taking through school and you're taught a syllabus that has barely anything to do with how to handle life Man, when you talk of syllabus, bro, that is a, that is, that's a 20,000 hour podcast, my friend. <laughs> of the education system. It is, it is, you know, it's just, you are just sparking and you, yeah. you know, you, you are sparking, you are opening folders in my head now. You can continue. But sure, trust me, I do have my pains as well. I do have my L's and, you know, it's until you actually get to see these things. That is when you feel the pain and you perhaps try to open some people's eyes. And this is why, it's actually one of the reasons why I opened this podcast because I felt like you cannot, complaining is never a strategy. Complaining wow. is not, good. complaining is not enough. Just because you have a problem with something doesn't mean that it, that the fact that you have the problem is going to solve the problem. That's right. So I had a problem. I suffered yeah. with the fact that there was a lot of deficiency of information that people need to know, but they don't That's know right. where to get it from. There is nobody That's that right. they can ask, and there is no one willing to tell them. That's right. So I was like, right. I know right. some of these things. I'm going to look for a certain bunch of people that also have been able to see these things, and they are living these things, they're living these experiences, and then they can show, share their perspective and light That's to right. those that perhaps are looking for it, but don't know where to find it. That's right. You know, and not because it is their That's fault right. that they don't want the information, right. but because they just don't know how to get it. You get? Wow. That's so, nice. you know, I took it upon myself. Instead of complaining, ah, people are not taught this. My father my father never taught me any of this stuff. I learned everything right from books. I put in time, but some people don't have the time. That's true. 
They may want to put in the effort, but they don't. They can't even afford to buy the books. They don't know where to find it. They don't even know which book in the first place. They are not exposed to the right environment. Yes, and it's not their fault. That's true. You see, so if I can be able to put myself, I take the responsibility to say, okay, our generation is suffering from a deficiency and we need to take a stand. What am I going to do about it as Hosni? What am I going to do? That's true. Start something, get people that can be able to share the light that I have, that I carry within me, learn from them as they can, as they, as they have learned from other people and also shed the light to other people as well. That's right. You know, so I really appreciate you very much, man, for jumping on the podcast with me today. It, it, it really has been very abrupt for you. I do understand. And due to your busy schedule, you know, um, we, we, we ended up punching you in the mouth, assuming that today is Friday. I'm sorry, I just had to bring you to the podcast, but (laughs) this man, you you even forget that you know that you you have a life to live, and you know you even forget the the days because we usually almost work at the same rate. Yeah, actually, you know, because we are trying to build. Uh, something uh, in an environment that that you know rewards less on on on, on personal commitment yeah rewards less on extra mining for quality and integrity rewards less on creativity and innovation yeah rewards less on you know on the on the youth force that is coming to the to the industry so we are told to always hide behind behind you know you know, be, behind the phone, behind the bubble. We, we, we are always told to feel insecure about whatever brands we are building. Yeah. So we are trying to build brands that yeah. meet the global standard, that can yeah. serve products and and that can, can provide... We are trying to uh, build a business that can provide services and products to the global market. Mm-hmm. So... How, how that the way the the product we are building is not necessarily for the for the less developed African societies. Yeah. It is the it is also it should be able to serve also the most developed societies across all walks in the world, mm-hmm. anywhere in the world. So mm-hmm. our standard we are operating at is not necessarily the one of Uganda or the one in Africa. We are operating at a level, you know, that we are we are looking ourselves against the best game changers in our field the best yeah. in this not necessarily sure. the best in uganda but the best in, in the world mm-hmm. whether you're in silicon valley or you're in, 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 in you know anywhere or in amsterdam or anywhere in yeah. the world i should be able to you should be able to buy my service on merit yeah. simple that is yeah. what we are building so mm-hmm. we always have been we have to, you have to, you have to work if you want to achieve results that most people do not achieve, yeah, you, have to, you have to work harder than most of the people yeah. don't work. Mm-hmm. So that is that's what we are working on. And sometimes it, you know, it, it takes us away. It takes us yeah. away from the days. It takes us away from the weekend. <laughs> that we this man is covering for his faults, people. <laughs> <laughs> <It's true. laughs> But hey, listen, this guy is so big on the grind that at some that he he's so obsessed with the process, he's so obsessed with his goals that he does not keep track of days. 
<laughs> he's so obsessed with getting to where he wants to get to that he never has time for knowing what day is what. Like he, all he needs to know is the sun is up and I have to get what I want to get. You know, so th- this is some next level grind. Like, let me tell you, let me be real with all of you. Like, I call this, I, I, I call this genius here, <laughs> and he told me today is Friday. <laughs> Yo, we, by the way, by the time you listen to this, uh, you'll be listening to it on Thursday. We pre-recorded this because sometimes most of my guests have very busy schedules for sure, as you can imagine. So we tend to find flexible days and then we record the podcast. We, you know, do all the magic with it. Then you get it when you get it, but it's not really something that is recorded live. But um, this gentleman here, actually, let me expose his nudes. So I call him and he tells me, yo, what's up? Like, I mean... He, he clearly didn't even know what day it was, but listen, it's not his fault. You know why? Because there are more important things on his plate than the day. Wow, thank you, man. There's more thank important stuff. So, hey, if you're wow. still there and you're still keeping track of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> you're grinding straight. That's <laughs> <laughs> really wrong. You're going in straight, bro. Your bread ain't right. Your bread ain't straight. Get your bread right, and trust me, you'll forget the day. All you'll be thinking about is the next grind. When am I waking up? When am I waking up to get back on the grind? So, um, thank you very much, Mr. Sugar, for, um, you know, sharing all the thank gems you. with us, for thank sure. You. Uh, uh, thank you very much. We do, ha- we do have a whole bottle of, I don't know what we're going to call this medicine, but it is for sure the medicine of the generation. You know, and I feel like the best medicine that can ever be administered is the one is is, is the mental mindset medicine. That's right. You know, because if your mind is not right, your grind will never be right. That's right. Wow. Never. Wow. wow, wow, that's that's powerful. So powerful, bro. You know, it's it, you know, it, I feel excited about what's coming for this continent and for Africa. Yeah. You know, when I see youth who are weak, youth who are aware of what's happening around the world. Youth who are aware of the challenges they are facing, yeah. besides the challenges they are facing, they choose to not, you know, to not be hindered by these challenges, but choose, you know, you know, self-revelation, mm-hmm. choose commitment, choose personal growth, choose values. You know, actually, they try to neglect all the hindering problems mm-hmm. in their life, and they choose to outgrow their problems. Yeah. So, youth who are aware that, you know, Simply, you know, we we lacked integrity. Yeah. What's happening is, you know, you can't imagine the number of NGOs who are doing voluntary works. Yeah. You can't imagine also how many billions of dollars UN is investing in those NGOs to make change in this continent. Yeah. And you know, they are very good at editing behind the computer, the reports, mm-hmm. the progress reports, and all those things yeah. without actually creating the true impact in the society. Because mm-hmm. We, we we are not lacking. We are we are not short in youth activists, yeah. but we are short in youth who are focused on impact more than the income. Yeah. Oof. So yeah. you know they are trying to focus on how to generate a wealth for themselves. Mm-hmm. They are trying to see voluntarism as a shortcut to earning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not necessarily as a responsibility they are bearing mm-hmm. for the society they promise that they will bring change. Yeah. So. What's happening? Our biggest challenge is a mindset problem. Yeah. It's, it's a, you know, what's happening is the more, what happens is that 
why do you think UN is, is putting in, or Western countries, they are putting in more millions of, of dollars in, in, in African NGOs mm -hmm. without necessarily generating the right results and yeah. growing? It's because every time you take a penny, mm -hmm. you are selling a piece of your integrity. Oh. So don't think that you know you are earning. Don't think you are growing financially. Don't think that you know you you are becoming you know you know so famous in your society. You are becoming a slave. You are becoming a figure, a public figure, because you are becoming rich. Mm -hmm. You have got your you are sitting on the gold. No, what's happening? Every coin you earn in the wrong way, you are compromising a piece of your integrity. Mm -hmm. Until to the extent that you reach to the level that even if your brother is getting is getting eaten by your side, you don't even notice and you move on, and you even be you'll you'll be even served his meat and you eat it with, while smiling. So that is the level now we have reached as as people from this continent. Bro, I'm telling you the truth. I I like to hit it blunt. You know, we need to wake up. Mm. We didn't, you know, we have been we have been convinced that we are we are youth of it. We are we are, we are from an inferior continent, mm. just because other parts of the world are holding more artificial resources than we have. Mm. They are not holding more more resources. We, I call them artificial mm -hmm. because if you if you look deeper, we we are richer in nature but mm. poor in in human being. Mm. So. So man, we need to wake up, youth. We need to wake up, you know. How there was, I need to go. Sorry, I've taken much of your time. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. But I feel, you know, every time I'm given the opportunity, I feel I'm blessed to to share my message outside. Yeah. You know, there's a message. There was a gentleman I met at Senate Building at Macquarie University and the entrance of Senate Building. So he told me two two wisdoms. He shared with me two wisdoms on that day, but I'll share with you one tonight. Mm -hmm. and maybe reserve the other one maybe for another day so one for personal chapati matoki <laughs> and rice bees dead all our african cultures you know back at home in the village yeah. you know what happens when it rains you know the place becomes muddy yeah. and there's that food traces that people come up with as as you know this you know that small path that appears in a muddy area you know because yeah. people are passing that small channel yeah. i don't know if you, if you can relate it you know what yeah. happens that it, it has rained but you know due to the footprints footsteps people mm -hmm. are using the same route mm -hmm. what that means that they end up with a small path mm -hmm. and small route mm -hmm. in a very big muddy area mm -hmm. so 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 he said don't focus on the mud, focus on the path. Mm. You get my point? Mm -hmm. So the muddy area is way bigger than this small, tiny footsteps path that, mm -hmm. you know, people try to, 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 to man, people try to create for themselves. Because mm -hmm. you pass, I also pass, someone else passes. You know, what happens at a very big muddy area with a of, 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 of trails of footsteps. Mm -hmm. So he said, you will see a lot of muddy areas, a big one. But focus on that small path that gets you out of the mud. Listen, listen, people. You get my point. People, listen, listen. This man, this man really, really. <laughs> you know what? This is enough. The, I, I might people pay for this podcast. 
this specific episode listen you know what you know you, you know what uh, no 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 this these are enough gems these are enough gems now the information we're giving out now actually has a price tag to it my god listen uh-uh. I'm not going to let you give out more gems for free just like that. Nah. Mm-mm. So. <laughs> Hi, you're welcome. Also, so for, for everybody that's actually listening, listen. If you've not been, to, if you've not gotten even just one, even two. Apologies, my apologies. Actually, we, we we got a very abrupt break, but nonetheless, as as I was saying, for everybody that actually feels like there was too much information, at least look for one thing. Look for one thing that you can set with and just dig deep into that. Like find one thing, you know, because sometimes we get so bombarded with information and we sometimes like get so abstract with what am I going to do with all this stuff, you know, and we've given you the whole bottle of cough mixture. And now that's up to you. Like you don't necessarily have to drink it the way we have given it to you, but you can find your own, you know, amount of dose and like and, and, and decide how much you're going to implement and then hold yourself accountable. Hold yourself accountable because I feel like one of the things that prevents people from being able to actually execute on a high level is that they never hold themselves accountable or perhaps they don't have someone to hold themselves accountable. We say we're going to do something. I've seen this many times. People get so excited. Ah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Six months later, you ask them and like, ah, oh, man, I did it. But but now I'm doing this. Now I'm doing this. You know? And six months later, you ask them, so, so the other thing you're doing now, how's it going? Ah man, I was digging, but 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 now I'm actually editing videos. You know, you can bring if you have it. You know, so please, for God's sake, stick to it. And it's not going to work out the first time. It's not going to work out the second time. But as you stick to it, as you make mistakes, as you fail, you keep getting better and you keep making iterations. At one point, it clicks. See, so, any final words for the people before we close? And uh, a bonus as well. After you give your final word, is I want you to also give. If perhaps you were to give someone a gift as a book, because it really tells me that you're really well learned, well seasoned, and well experienced as well, what book would that be, and uh, who is the author of the book as well? As final parting words. Uh, actually, I'm. Uh, I read different books. Yeah. I. Um. You know, some. I'm a big fan of. Gentleman called uh, Vusi Tempekwai yeah. from from South Africa. Yeah. Uh, one thing I like about him is he doesn't talk about what he read or what he mm-hmm. had from some other people. Yeah. He actually uses his Psych. life journey. Mm-hmm. He he talks about the tiny daily challenges that he faces as an African entrepreneur. Yeah. He talks from the bottom of his heart. You feel yeah. these are genuine life experiences that life experiences that you know he encountered yeah. along his journey. So mm-hmm. I am a fan of his, and I would really uh, recommend for someone to read the you know uh, life and business lessons yeah. from a black dragon. Yeah, the Magna Carta. Yes, also Magna Carta. That's those are his two books. Yeah. So I I find them so practical and so mm-hmm. applicable to the to every African youth who wants yeah. to who's building brand, who's building, you know, who's undertaking a journey of entrepreneurship. That this is the toughest journey one can ever undertake. Yeah. It's a journey of lonely. It's a journey of you feel you are left. You don't have friends. You don't have mm-hmm. people by your side. Yeah. You will hear more people to tell you to give up than to, yeah. to, to, to live in your journey. <laughs> no, it is tough. 
Listen, you, you know what's so weird? Is that not even two hours ago, I had the same discussion with some people and they're like, man, this is crazy. What you're doing is crazy. Like, man, it's not going to work. And, you know, and like every single place that you turn, every single person that you meet is always telling you to give up. And they tell you indirectly. In, yeah, they'll never good. tell you directly. No, like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. they, they tell you, you know, oh, man, you know, why don't you think of like doing this and mm-hmm. that? Are you, What's your plan B? What if this fails? B? What if, you know, there's a way they, they, they try to radiate that negative energy. Yeah. And it contradicts that the positive energy that we radiate us. Yeah. So you feel out of place, mm-hmm. you compromise a lot, mm-hmm. you, you you compromise, you know, uh, a lot of social status, yeah. you compromise uh, everything that society believes that, you know, everything that, you know, this prescriptive, mm-hmm. traditional, uh, uh, you know, uh, characteristics of every youth should live in a certain way. Yeah. You try to contradict with uh, you know, with the, how your friends are living, mm-hmm. you, your friends will see you as someone who's wasting his time. Yeah. They will, mm-hmm. they, you will be the laughing stock, you know, yeah. when you're talking about this thing. You feel out of place. Your conversation is not valid in among the youth. Yeah. You understand? So don't feel upset. and You, you will be hit hard. Mm-hmm. Life will hit you hard. Mm-hmm. You know, but one thing you have in mind is everyone you know, whom you consider to be great in life today has had as rough as you're having today and he managed yeah. to go through it. Yeah. Don't think it's only you. Yeah. You know, sometimes what encourages me is, uh, because I used to hear in that entrepreneurship is hard, you know, something yeah. is hard. So wh- one of my toughest moments along the day, mm-hmm. I just reminded myself, this is the hardness people were talking about. Mm-hmm. Whoever gets it on the other side of this hardness, is the people you consider to be successful. Yeah. Whoever fails to, you know, uh, to, to go through and uh, to, to act in the face of fear and this challenge mm-hmm. is the people who will never live up to their potential. So it yeah. is you to choose among the two. Mm-hmm. So it is something that motivates me on a daily basis. That gut of, of not giving up. The, mm-hmm. You know, that is what I'm saying. Just have life commitments. You know, one yeah. thing that gets me along the day is, personally, it is, it is not it's not short term results that excites me. Yeah. It is simply the journey that gives me a sense of purpose. Mm. So find simply find purpose in your journey. That mm. it will give you undying energy. It will give you undying spirit to go on when people are expecting you to give up. Yeah. Yes. Man, listen. I'll be very honest with you. I don't feel like I want this podcast to end, you know, because you're, you're a very busy man and it tells in how well you forget your days. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still don't know why I can't give that up, but <laughs> probably going to always hold you up on this one. It was good. It's going to be a classic joke, but... <laughs> you know, because... <laughs> wow, man! I was so honest. The way I told you, if you, can, if you can talk, I was very honest. I was like, you know, yeah. immediately I was like, but today is not Saturday. Yeah, and you're very confident, by the way. Well, forget the honesty, the confidence. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you one funny fact. Hmm? 
you were so confident, huh? That when you say today is not Saturday, I myself had to double check before I tell you. <laughs> you have to take your phone and look at the day. Exactly. Like, you know, I mean, the amount of confidence, like, you know, it, it, get, it gets back to that, uh, to the concept of value where you say, you know, you look at how much you assess yourself best off of what you know and who you are, you know, and like, there's one reality that people never understand is that if you are being fake, there is no way you can... You can you cannot fake being fake. Exactly. It will always ooze out in one way or the other. You don't have to say it. That is true. You don't. It, it is. It, it. Someone will just smell it. Someone will sniff it. it someone it, will see it. It's never the same manager as the truth. Yes. Yes. You know, and sometimes people f- think that you're going to just finesse your way through a certain circumstance or situation by pretending to be someone that you are not. Yes, you know. Oh, I just want to. I just want to tell you a story about uh, the freedom fighter of India called Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah, yeah. He was a lawyer and he was a professor in South Africa. He was teaching in South Africa. So one of his students was smoking. He used to smoke so much. He was so addicted. Mm-hmm. So the mother to the to the son, who was smoking so much, mm-hmm. came to Mahatma Gandhi, who was by then the teacher of that son of the of her son. Mm-hmm. So she said, uh, "Sir, my my son always smokes. He is not focused on his uh, on his studies. He's I believe he's not on the right path. Mm-hmm. Can you help me advise him to stop smoking?" Mm-hmm. So. He said, okay, I will advise him. The mother came after two weeks when she did not see any change in her son's smoking habit. Mm-hmm. And she asked Mahatma Gandhi, why is my son not stopping to smoke or even not reducing? I'm still advising him. He said, for the, you know, for the past two weeks you were, for the past two weeks since you told me to advise your son to stop smoking, I was trying to stop that habit of smoking from myself. Ooh. Are you getting? So this is something that stuck with me. It is something, you know, up to now, I can never communicate something I don't believe in deep down. Yeah. So he said, for the past two weeks, I've been trying to cut that bad habit from my, from my life because I, was, I used to also smoke. Mm-hmm. I can't tell the son to stop smoking when I actually smoke. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to t- start telling him right now. To stop smoking. So, so what happens is, if, however much you communicate something positive, mm-hmm. the, people will never accept it, and the, the acceptance will not be there because even you, the communicator, is not accepting in his heart. You don't even believe it. Yes, you don't believe in what you are talking about. Yeah. So, whom do you expect to believe it? Who you? Know, yeah. Who is go, who is that person? Who is going yeah. to take in? the truth and, and you know the truth and the positive part of your of your talk yeah. when your heart has failed to take it yeah simple yeah. you know you can never persuade someone uh, uh to do something that you don't you cannot persuade yourself to do mm-hmm. you get the point so mm-hmm. when you are trying to communicate a value whatever you are going to communicate first make sure it is something that you believe in deep down in your heart mm-hmm. Yes, that's sorry to interrupt you, man. I, I, you know, I, these things usually come to my mind one by one. And when you were inviting me for the podcast, you told mm-hmm. me that you don't give out your topic and you don't give out your <laughs> question. You know, classic you know, I, rule. You, you know, 
then I was like, uh, I was not used to such interviews. Yeah. But I find it that should be the way uh, every interview should be taking place. Thank you. I really we need you. to hear that you know, what you really stand for, what yeah. you really believe. Yeah. We don't want manufactured or cooked answers. Thank you. Exactly. For us exactly. Answers. Tell us what you actually believe. Mm-hmm. We want to know your actual value. What do you stand for? Mm-hmm. Who are you? What are you? Yeah. You know, we need to know the true you. Yeah. You know, we don't want the makeup. You know, mm-hmm. we don't. We need the true version of yourself, yeah. not the edited version of yeah. yourself. Yeah. We need the original, not a copy. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. You know, people are people are tired. You know, the reason people are tired of seeing uh, reading scripts. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. People are tired of you know. They, they can read books for themselves. Yeah. What they really want is a story they can relate to. Yeah. A true life journey. An African youth can relate to. Mm-hmm. They want they want to hear that actual problem that they they, they face on their daily life and how you came across, how mm-hmm. you managed to overcome. Yeah. They want to hear that life through life experience, yeah. not edited and cooked answers from either books or sites from site engines or anywhere. Let's hear your true self. Yeah. Let's share with us your story. Mm-hmm. You know, we tell a story to inspire another one. Yeah. So whatever story you have got, it might inspire another one. So yeah. bring it out straight to the world. For sure. And like, um, I think he just pulled the <laughs> he just pulled the the, the rabbit out of the heart, you know, because uh, I had never really discussed this on the podcast. I had never told any of my listeners before that when I'm bringing people on the interview on on the on the on the on the podcast, I never really give them a script. I never give them the questions. I only give them the topic, you know, and then I like, I just get the live wire because I want them to be as authentic as possible, That's and true. I want them to be as real and That's as true live like in the moment you know i would not want someone to have a certain cooked up conception of how things are supposed to be or what or what they are expected to say you know but they don't really hold it in their hearts well you know that's great so it's always been my personal objective actually had a meeting with someone today and i wanted to get them on the podcast and they were insisting because uh they're really big on mentorship they have a mentorship program uh, with with the uh, secondary school students, you know, and they talk to them and all that stuff. So I just wanted him to also share the values that implemented them. I'll actually be bringing him, uh, I think, within two weeks or three weeks from now, you'll be hearing from him. But he was actually telling me, man, you need to give me the questions. You need to let me know what. And I was like, no, I'm not no. giving you the questions. <laughs> I'm not you know, giving you anything. Yes, we're I just going to, to talk about mentorship. I want to hear what you have in your mind, like what... I want I want to I want it to be a heart to heart conversation, not a mind to heart or mind to mind. Well, you know, I want it to be a heart to heart conversation. What do you have scripted in your heart? What are your beliefs? What are your values? You know, and then how can those values be able to benefit people that are, you know, in the same position or perhaps looking forward to get into the same sport that you're in? Bro, that's true. So, man, we can get over this, like, on and on and on and on. But I, I feel it for sure. We, I think this is, like, the longest podcast. But, uh... <laughs> wow, that's, I, I'm happy to hear that. I thought, actually, when, you know, I thought we could not talk for this long. I, I told you. Man. I told I you. I, I told you. When I was going to be hectic. And you promised me that it's going to feel like it's less than 15 minutes. And actually, it happened. 
I feel like we're only talking for 10 minutes. Yeah. It's so interesting because I feel touched, you know. Yeah. I feel touched, you know, because this is my life experience. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is, uh, I'm, I don't have enough experience to talk yeah. about. Yeah. But no I'm, one does. I'm very curious about what happens around me. And mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't take this, uh, all the occasions I come across yeah. in my daily life for granted. Yeah. I try to pick lessons from them. That's yeah. why you can, you always find me talking about my life. You know, the reason I like to talk about my life is not because I want to brag about it. Yeah. I want to know people that I'm, I'm doing something good. Yeah. But I want to know people, how am I managing my life? Yeah. We don't, you know, then that is where I don't know one or two people whom I may not know by now yeah. may pick a hint or two, mm-hmm. you know, or, or may, may, they might pick a leaf on yeah. how to manage their life. They might be going through the same challenges you're going through. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I try to apply things, my ideologies on my life and mm-hmm. what I how I how I live. Yeah. It's not about telling you about myself, but simply telling you about my story and see if it might work for you, some of the solutions I'm implementing in my life. And these stories are all the same, man. The stories are exactly. all the same, for sure, because right. it's, it's right. the stories that bond us. It's not the experiences or the facts or the myths That's or whatever, true. but it's the stories, you know, because there is always something that you can relate from someone's story. So, um, for the most part, uh, I really want to thank everyone that has listened right up to this thank point. And you. for the patience as well, you know, because this has really been a very long podcast. I do understand. Yes. And the, the, I, I could say this is this is actually more than a movie. That's true. That's you know. <laughs> this is almost close to two episodes of a good movie. Exactly. You know, but I hope, I hope that this has been worth your time because even when we start recording, even when we hit the record button for sure, you know, we want to make sure that this is the best use of your time because we do know the value of time. An hour, two oh, hours yeah, is not, that. that's an hour of your life. That's true. You'll never get it back, you know. So when we come here, we try to bring all the energy I bring. I put aside all my issues, you know, and try to bring the best that I can bring to the podcast. Because I know that whilst you're listening, there are very many other distractions that come in. There are very many other aspects of life that may be punching you in the mouth, you know. But then you decide to, like, stick on and listen in. So I really appreciate you for for all, you know, for all the time you've spent. And uh, I very much appreciate it as well. You know, if you got something, because, like, one thing, because that's the purpose of, you know, why I do this, you know. I I, I get no dime for this, by the way. I get nine. But I at wow. least sacrifice wow. some time of the day. I, honestly, I, I don't get any coin for this. Like, you'll never hear me in the podcast saying this is proudly sponsored by blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. I'm trying to keep this as authentic as possible and try to bring you as much value as possible for free. A hundred percent. And at the end of the podcast, you won't hear something like, okay, go to the show notes and then click this and go buy this, go support the podcast. Mm -hmm. Nah, you know, I'm just trying to be as contributive as possible and as supportive to your mind as well. So if I can do something for you that can be able to impact not just you, but your family and your legacy, then that's that's all that I want. That's all that I seek. You know, so thank you very much, Mr. Sugal, for spending time with us. And uh, let us... For sure, it has been my pleasure, man. I could I could do this a thousand times over and wouldn't okay. feel even scratched. Well, that's true. <laughs> the honor is mine. Thank you very much. So let the people know where can they find you? I mean, if someone let's say wanted I, to schedule that chapati date, oh, um, yeah. how can Ginger, they? 
you know, I'm a fan of even uh, conversational talks. And, yeah. You know, you know, I just like to take time with people of like-minded people. Yeah. You know, people who are radiating at the same energy, they yeah. usually attract each mm-hmm. other. So uh, you can find me on LinkedIn mm-hmm. uh, in the names of Yusuf Abdullahi Sugan. Mm-hmm. So uh, then on Facebook with the same username, I think uh, any other more contacts, you can find it from Hosni as well. Certainly. I will do put the link in the show notes, uh, how to find him on LinkedIn and you'll be able to find him there. He certainly is a very brilliant man. I cannot, I don't feel like even mere words can really express how very overwhelmed I am by I am by his intelligence and perspective and approach to you know affairs of today. Yeah. You know, so I, th- I think the only thing that we're waiting from this genius is a book, which will definitely be around the corner <laughs> as soon as it comes out. I will let y'all know. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, thank you, man. That's, that's good. That's I, true. That's I, true. I'm going to let y'all know, but as for now, um, I'll see you next week. And uh, please let me know. Let me know how, you know, we could better this podcast because I do it for you. But on a low key, I do it for me, you know, like because I take the notes and all. And, you know, <laughs> I'm not supposed to say that. But anyway, for, for real, for real, though. I really do this for you guys and uh, I hope you can get you can be able to benefit from this. Share this to the people that you feel can be able to benefit. And thank you very much, Mr. Zagal. Till next time, we'll see you next week. Thank you everyone who took the time to listen. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure, brother. Thank you very much. Thank you.